Efren and Reap. <laughs> oh, yay! <laughs> all the uh, radio announcements actually have a personality. They're not sitting there all monodrone. They always are coming up with new stuff, new twists. Yeah! Uh, every once in a while, you guys are not boring. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Efren and Reap. Lock it in and rip the knob off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet. The Heffron and Reap Show. Hey, everybody. It's John Reap here. I am exactly half of the Heffron and Reap Show. And you're watching me live right now on Heffron and Reap. It's 8.03 p.m. Monday night. Uh, we got lots to talk about. Um, there will be no Heffron. I don't believe there's going to be a John Heffron. I believe that that young man is busy making that corporate cash. You know what I mean? So it's just going to be me, Zach and Mark and Randy and all you people out there watching me. Nicole, how you doing? We're live. I'm reading your comments. I see you. Shane Flint and Sean and Jennifer. And Andy Allman, how you doing? Um, I could talk to you about lots of things today. Um, John Heffern just had a birthday not long ago. I think it was, maybe it's today. Or was it yesterday? I get my times all mixed up. Anyway, John Heffern had a birthday, I believe. Uh, I want to say 61, 61, 62. Anyway, how old do you think John Heffern is? Leave it in the comments section. Someone Google that. Um, I have an intern that is here with me. I got the Alan Jackson that can pop in here from time to time and say hello and do things. Um, but this podcast, look at there. See how quick that was? Oh, yeah. Julie is right. He's 52 years young. I was off. I said 62. Uh uh, yeah, lost it by 10. But hello from Lexington, Mike Long. Hello, Randy Power with the question mark. Um, we have a new review that I'd like, like to read. You know, this podcast is listener supported. We have Patreons. And big shout out to, um, help me out, the Alan Jackson. Who was it just up their game on the Patreon page? Someone just gave us that a would big be, uh, boost. Bob Bob Haynes. Bob Haynes. Big shout out to Bob Haynes for being an awesome Patreon supporter and all of our Patreon supporters. You help us keep the lights on here at Heffern and Reap, and we do appreciate you. Lots to talk about. Go ahead and hit the share button if you feel so inclined. You know, that's one way this podcast can grow. It's not really, I don't even like saying podcast. This YouTube show can grow. Uh, Facebook, because we're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And when you hit the share button, more people will see it. You know the math. You know how it works. Hello from Idaho, Shannon. Hello, Trey Painter from Spartanburg, South Carolina, a.k.a. Murderburg. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that, Trey. Hope things turn around for you down there in Murderburg. What's up, David Rottweiler? No, you rock, dude. appreciate that. Heidi Fo Fox hit the share button, and she said done with a check mark. Appreciate you, Heidi. Um, we do have a new review that I would like to read. And, uh, you know, we make this deal on our uh, on Country-ish as well as Heffern and Reap, if you write us a nice review and give us five stars, we will read your review on the show and give you a big shout out. So let me do that now. This is from someone by the name of JBob1357. Uh, they gave us five stars. Heard about this show through Country-ish Podcast. John and John are amazing, and I love their comedy pairing and antics that come out in this show. Thanks for the laughs. And keep them coming. Uh, my pleasure, JBob1357. I appreciate the nice review. Appreciate the love. Um, so, a couple things that are going on today. I'm going to have a guest zoom in to this show since John Heffern can't make it. Um, and this guy, you know, me and Heffern, we're going up to Michigan. 
and we're doing a That's How We Roll uh, comedy tour. We're going to be doing comedy and bowling alleys, Zach, and ball nuts, and Dale McJunkin, who hit the share button. Appreciate you. Randy Power, five stars on Apple Podcast and or iTunes. If you look for Heffern and Reap on iTunes or Apple Podcast, there's a way that you can give us a uh, five stars and rate us. That's how you do it, Randy. Thanks for asking that question. Randy's a big YouTube follower. He leaves lots of comments, and I appreciate you, buddy. All that stuff feeds into the algorithm, helps us out. June is awesome. I think Kevin meant to say John. He put two O's in John. That's okay. Uh, I'm so smooth, but you need more O's in John. I get it. Still waiting for the dating game, Chris McDonald. That's the country is show. We're going to do that. Glow Dance Party, Saturday MVP coming out. I'm not coming out this Saturday. Um, I don't think so. What am I doing this Saturday? Let's see here. This Saturday uh, coming up. Oh, yeah, I'll be in Charlotte. Yeah, I've been talking about it for a long time. I, your boy, John Reap, is going to be performing uh, stand-up comedy in Charlotte this weekend. I will be at the Comedy Zone Thursday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. So that's one. That's five shows, one Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. Come out to the Comedy Zone uh, in Charlotte and watch me do stand-up comedy. And they have newly renovated the place. And I've not been in there since they renovated it. It's at the uh, North Carolina Music Factory, that area in Charlotte. So you guys want to see your boy in action. That's how you do it. You get tickets at uh, johnreap.com. Click on tour dates or whatever. Uh, you'll see it right there. So thanks for bringing that up, Joey. You trying to get me to come to your glow party made me think of my own crap. <laughs> see how that works? Um Thank you, the Alan Jackson. I will get to that in one second. Um, lots to talk about. We got Kyle Troop going to be joining the show. Today is uh, National Daiquiri Day, uh, so we'll talk about that. It's also Words with Friends Day and Get Out of the Doghouse Day. Lots, uh, And also something crazy happened on this day in history. And we have a crazy story that we could or could not talk about, a, about a Michigan man who found 160 bowling balls during a home improvement project. What is it with Michigan and bowling that is such a love affair? I don't know. Perhaps our guest can tell us when we have him come on here in a second. But, but first, I want to do this. When I was in Virginia doing stand-up comedy, um, Rick Sanford III came out to a show, and he gave me this beer. It's called Choosy Mothers. It's a peanut butter porter. And they call it Choosy Mothers because Choosy Moms choose Jif. And I guess Jif has something to do with this. It's made only in Richmond, Virginia. It's a porter. It's 6.6. And uh, I'm going to open it. I got two of them. I'll save one for Heffron. I'm going to open it and have it with you. Also, my intern Mark Haviball is making daiquiris because it is uh, National Daiquiri Day. So, um, shout out Rick Sanford the third. I got your beer. I'm having it right now. Let me get one sip in here. Mm. That's not bad. Have a ball. You like? You want a, one of these beers? I got my intern Mark Have a Ball, who was in here a leftover. You know he likes to pop in on country issue. He likes to pop in on Heffern and Reap. Uh, let's see here. So, Mark, I want I want to know what you think of this. See, reap and eat palmetto. Yeah, palmetto cheese is great. Uh, not in the daiquiris, but I'm enjoying a beer. Thank you. Andy Gun. Oh, yeah. My, uh, Michael Evan Sullivan says, I'm not into daiquiris, but I'm enjoying a beer or five. Well, cheers to you. I'm having a peanut butter porter. So if you guys want to have a drink with me, we can do it together right now. I'm reading your comments. Who said something about Biodome? Oh, yeah. He says, uh, hang on. Where did that comment go? Uh, Chris Johnson said, I'll be at Hyenas Dallas on Saturday seeing Polly Shore. Polly Shore was a guest on Country-ish. 
Uh, tell him I said hello because I will also be in Dallas um, later on this year uh, doing stand-up comedy. So hopefully, Chris Johnson, you'll come back and see me, and we can talk about Biodome or Son-in-Law. It's an okay beer, if only if you like peanut butter. I like peanut butter. All righty then. Um, the Alan Jackson, I believe you were saying in the private chat that our guest is in the waiting room. And let me give him a big introduction. You know, Hickory's famous for a lot of things. Hickory used to be the furniture capital of the world. Um, it used to be, um, you know, NASCAR country. It's home to... Uh, the Jarrett's, you know, Del Jarrett, Ned Jarrett. Uh, I think the pig from Green Acres is from here. Uh, not sure about that one. I'm from here, but not just me and those things. We got major athletes that are from the Hickory area. I was like the Hickory area. Madison Bumgarner, pitcher for the San Francisco Giants. I'm not sure where he's pitching now. He's from this area. Um, you got Eric Church, the country singer from this area, and uh, and this guy, this next guy I'm about to bring into the room. He's a professional bowler, 10-pin bowler residing in Taylorsville. He uses a two-handed shovel-style delivery, and this guy, um, not only is he one of the best bowlers in the world, He's also got the best hair in the business. Uh, the Alan Jackson, let's welcome to the show Mr. Kyle Troop. Is he? Yeah, baby. John, what's up, my man? Oh, the champ is here. That's what I'm talking the champ about. Champ is here, dude. I love it. Tell me about this belt you got strapped around your shoulder. Well, it's been uh, it's been in safekeeping for about a month or so. I uh, won the PBA playoffs earlier in the year uh, up in Milford, Connecticut, home of the WWE, and uh, they gave us a sweet trophy as well. But this is this is my baby. We got the the world title belt. This thing's yeah. about six wow. to eight pounds. We got the PBA logo. Yeah, this thing's legit. Wow. I had to pry had to pry it out of my dad's hands for for five minutes so I could borrow it for the show. Now Here let he me. I, I have some follow up questions. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. Um, thank you. Now, how many? I I want to know how many how many trophies do you think you have? How many championships have you won? Uh, and is this the first belt that you've been given? Uh, so I have thirteen regional titles, uh, eight national titles. Those are the big ones. Whenever you see me, you get to pick it out on TV. And uh, yeah. this is definitely the first belt. They gave away a belt last year. Uh, I lost in the round of four. So I was uh, determined to get the belt. My father was there with me for the weekend. And I got called out by Roman Reigns. He's a, oh. he's a pretty big feller. And I called him out afterwards. He didn't bite. He didn't want the smoke. Oh yeah, he can't handle it. He can't handle the the, the 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 troop smoke. I hear you, buddy. Um, yeah, Shane Flint says that's freaking awesome belt. It's a. I'm jealous of that belt. Um, I won last comic standing season five, two thousand seven, and I had a joke about how like you know what did you go? What did you get? Did you get like a sash? Did you get a tiara? I make a joke about how I wanted a belt. Yada yada yada. And I've had fans show up make they have given me cardboard belts, you know, like they make with aluminum foil and that stuff. That's a legit belt. Yeah. This thing, uh, it brought back my, my younger days of wrestling my stuffed animals on the trampoline for the <laughs> WWE title when I was a kid after school. <laughs> who would you, who did you pretend to be when you were a kid, uh, on the trampoline? Oh, stone cold, Steve Austin, the beer oh. drinking son of a gun. That's right. Cheers. You. I'm on a I'm on a summer cleanse. We got the summer tour coming up. So, oh, I forgot my daiquiri. I heard it was National Daiquiri yeah, Day. It's it's National Daiquiri Day. Um, I don't really do daiquiris, you know, unless I'm at a resort or you know, like somewhere and then in Hawaii. It just goes with it. Yeah, you have it's to, have to be fancy. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be the guy who's not playing along. So I did bring a blender in here, and my intern. 
can blend us up a daiquiri and we could have one. But you're you're on the cleanse, so you actually are you not are you doing like a sober thing for a minute? Yeah, you know, uh, I've enjoyed the summer. Uh, you know, I broke a PBA earnings record, uh, won a couple titles. So it's been a fun summer the past month, but we got five weeks coming up on the road. So uh, we're just, you know, I did these cleanse pills, Ooh. these cleanse pills last week. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. Tell me <laughs> for, about that. For, uh, well, it was a bunch of shit. <laughs> 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 it, it was, uh, I mean, it did its job, you know, but just trying to clean up, have the body feeling good for the summer tour. Cause I know yeah. they'll probably be, uh, a few celebratory beers on the summer tour as well. Well, I mean, hats off to you for taking it serious. I mean, obviously you had to take it serious because you're making a lot of money doing this. You're traveling all over the world. Um, and I'm just proud to say we got like a guy like you from this area. Um, you know, and a lot of people probably have this connotation of bowling mixed with beer, mixed with cigarettes, where it's like, you know, you can be a big guy and bowl, but, you know, like any major sport where it's getting real, Kyle's treating it real. And, like, he's going on a cleanse. Good for you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. You know, we're we're real people as well. We enjoy our beer with our bowling, after bowling. Sure. You know, we got to get this, get this tank ready for war. Well, I have a lot of questions because, you know, I'm a – you know, I, I, I bowl maybe once, twice a year at the most. But – uh, John Heffron, who is uh, my podcast partner, you're on Heffron and Reap right now. Mm-hmm. John Heffron is from Michigan, um, and I'm sure you've been bowling in Michigan, yeah? Uh, just finished second in Detroit, Michigan about three weeks ago. I lost by one pin. No yeah. kidding. Do we yeah. want to talk smack about the guy that beat you? Well, I beat him the year before in the same tournament by one pin. So I guess it was uh, oh wow, really? Coming. Yeah, we were rooming together that year. I beat him by a pin. We bowled each other again. Is he? But he didn't. He didn't win the belt. See, he didn't win this thing. <laughs> right. He didn't get that. <laughs> How heavy is that thing? It's about six pounds. I mean, this thing is legit. Uh, my father looked it up because, of course, when I won it, he's like, "How much is that? How much is that thing worth?" <laughs> right. And I guess the custom plates at PBA spent about fifteen hundred. So. This thing oh. is legit, legit. Now, where are you going to showcase that in your house? Now, are we? Uh, tell me where you're zooming in from. Yeah, uh, I'm in my dungeon. I'm in the prison cell in Taylorsville. Kind of looks like it. <laughs> Whatever. No, you're you're actually at your own place. I'm at, I'm at my house. Yeah, I'm in my room. Okay. That's uh, that's my closet with all the all the outfits. Oh the yeah, that's another great thing about Kyle Troop, man. He he dresses up. See, you stand out. You're smart, dude. Your hair's unique. Your outfits are unique. People talk about you. That's smart. Now, so I, I'm wondering, you're zooming in from home. Are you on a laptop or your phone? Uh, I'm on a laptop. Ah, okay. Well, look, a laptop. Kyle's fro is so totally in charge. Charge. That's what's up, says Wendy Saple. Pick it out. He picks Looking it, yeah, for pick it out. That's See, we got thing. different color picks, too. We got pink for the ladies. Ah, we got blue for the the young kids. Yeah, we're hooked up. We got picks galore. Pick I was out. wondering if there's a section in your <laughs> might just toss one in every five minutes and see how many we can get. Oh, in yeah, for the there show. you go. <laughs> hey, the Alan Jackson. I know I'm putting you on the spot. There is a picture of me. Um, I believe it's on my Instagram, but I, I bet you if you were to do this, I don't know. Have a ball. Um, do me a favor. I want you to look up one of y'all. Look up John Reap Christmas. Uh, Christmas. I know I had an afro when I was a kid. That's what I'm trying to get. <laughs> is at. it a red? Was it a red? Oh, afro? dude! Of course. Yes. It is. yes. And let me tell you something. I wanted it. Like for whatever reason, maybe it was like there was the perm. I know you're doing it because it's like it stands out. It's awesome. It looks good. And it, it gets you a lot of attention, which is what you want. Um, got to build the brand. Got to yep. build the brand. This is a smart pro thing. With the pro. But it was like, there's some movie that came out. And I thought like, oh, yeah, I want that. And I told my mom I wanted a, an Afro. And my dad got one. I got one. And my brother got one. And there's a picture of me around Christmas where I've got this big red perm. And it was a mistake for me because I look like Little Orphan Annie. 
Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I had a uh, a Man. buddy in middle school permed his hair, and he came to school and he was gone by second period. That's the one. Show, show Alan that one if you don't mind running it in there and showing Alan that. One. Yeah. He oh so he he had a red one. And he did yeah, what? He, no. Well, he got a perm. Uh, you know, because I guess he wanted to try and have an afro like me, and then everybody made fun of him, and he didn't even make it to lunchtime. He went home, <laughs> washed his hair, cut his hair, came back with no hair the next day. It's so, it's, yeah. it's a bold choice, and you what what you've got is not just the fro; it's picked out. It's frizzy fro because yeah, this is a golf fro for today. We were we were out enjoying the outdoors a little bit today. What so, now? Uh, if you didn't do anything to your hair, what would it be like? If you didn't have anything done, what would it look like? Uh, well, if I didn't pick it out, it would just be a lot smaller. Uh, I do put product in it sometimes to kind of give it the the Jerry curl look. But now the hair is getting a little too long, so this is. It just depends on the size. There's like small pro, large pro, yeah, big daddy Are, pro. Is it naturally curly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so you, and you know, I grew up. My father had an afro on tour, and uh, you know, I thought I was like, yeah, that's where I got that's where I got my my curly hair from. I found out like six months ago, all this time that he got a perm, so he didn't have curly hair. So I'm like, where did it come from? <laughs> what? So what, how do yeah. you get it then? Well, when I was younger, he always said the mailman was black, <laughs> and I didn't quite understand that. But I think I'm getting the hang of it now. Well, you know, maybe y'all should get on the. Uh uh ancestry.com ancestry figure, yeah <laughs> figure that out but yeah i had a uh had a permanent there, dude oh yeah the, see that that's pretty sick that's my younger brother jason with his beautiful blonde curly hair which that's is what his, my hair used to look like you had blonde hair yeah and when i was younger i made a sh- uh my dad made a show in 98 and i was seven gold blonde afro and then i grew up and got this ugly brown <laughs> now now i look like bob ross <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you get that a lot, Bob Ross. Um, I just claim you, him to be my uncle now at this point. And then they're you, like, oh my God, really? I'm like, no, I just have an afro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wonder what the history of Bob Ross's afro was, too. I wonder if that was a branding thing on his part as well, or if it was sort of a, well, this is just the style I like. You know what I mean? With Bob Ross. But you can see this picture here. Uh, it's the red perm. Totally looked like little orphan Annie because you know she was a little girl, I was a little boy. We looked exactly the same, so I got picked on. But then later, I used it to my advantage. I had an album come out called Ginger Pain, and I went and got another uh, curl, another perm, and I well, I wanted to look like Prince if uh, Prince's album was not called Purple Rain, but called but called Ginger, Ginger Pain. All right. Ginger pain, ginger pain, rain, oh, okay. ginger pain, the pains <laughs> of being a ginger. I got and you. I actually came into this studio and uh took all my clothes off and uh did a, 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 a that 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 one album where Prince is covering up his boobs and he's got his leg up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't think Alan was ready for that. Alan, uh, on your own time, you can find it. No, you don't. Did you, did you delete that hard drive? <laughs> I burned it out in the backyard and uh. uh off in a puff of smoke. No, I'll find it. You want me to find? Yeah, find one. Since we're talking about uh, perms, we might as well throw that one up here. Um, but yeah, so if you guys have a question for Kyle Troop, uh, now's a good time to answer to ask it, and um, he'll a- he'll answer your questions. You know, keep it nice, keep it PG. Uh, Kyle, so you have been to Michigan. You lost by one pin three weeks ago. Uh, what was the guy's name that beat you? And is he from Michigan? Uh, Anthony Simonson, and no, he's actually from Lost Wages. Oh, Lost Wages, which we just did that two weeks ago. Oh, wow, got bit by the it's uh, yeah, it's uh, every weekend somewhere. So, when you go bowling, I mean, you're going to nice places, you're going to professional alleys, probably that have a lot of you know, you're not talking about small ones, right? Uh, no, normally it's 32 lanes at least, you know, because we have you know, at least. 100 entries so it's kind of tough to really do them in smaller centers gotcha see i don't know what it is about michigan and bowling but they must love it yeah that's uh so michigan and especially like the detroit area has been known as like the bowling mecca of the country uh it's just been you know lots of history 
uh, in Detroit with the bowling, tons of fans. I mean, we just had 300 fans uh, a couple weeks ago, and that was like the first time fans were really allowed back, you know, and we had just people pouring out of the bowling center, you know, so they they just love bowling up there, man. I, I heard you talking earlier on the show about the uh, guy. Now, the 160 bowling balls, yeah, that's uh, that's a little <laughs> weird. I mean, I guess it's good that he was just hoarding bowling balls instead of like children or you know, <laughs> <Right>. animals. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to find something when you're doing your home makeover, bowling balls is safe, I guess. Yeah, you don't want to yeah, bowl- they're, they're not bombs. I'm sure he probably thought they were bombs when he first unveiled. Oh, and, you know, right. I heard some of these balls, like people were trying to buy because they're old. And I'm like, they've been in the dirt for 20 years. Like, I don't think they're going to work. Pretty well, sure yeah, Charlotte let me ask has you that. taken over. What well that's a that leads me to a question like what are the difference between bowling balls today and bowling balls from you know I don't even know when how long these how old these balls were um but what's the big difference you think you know uh I mean on the technical side of it you know the bowling balls has changed from like a urethane material to more of a resin material um but in the sports side of it the cover it's just the technology has increased just like with golf clubs and everything else, you know, the, the performance just keeps increasing. The covers are stronger, but, uh, doesn't matter if it's a 2021 ball or 1990 ball, if it sits outside and, you know, sits in the ground, yeah. waterlogged, I'm sure that thing's going to sound like a wet golf ball going down the lane, <laughs> probably hit like one too. Well, have you, did you know about this story? Have you heard about this? Yeah. I've seen that on Facebook. Yeah. A bunch of guys were sharing it around. I'm just like, all right, I guess, uh, I guess his kids don't have to worry about equipment if they're bowlers. Yeah, this guy, David Olson, um, a Michigan man, working on a home improvement project, he says he made a shocking discovery when he unearthed 160 bowling balls from his property. Um, He found the balls buried in the ground on July 1st as he was uh, demolishing the back steps of his Norton Shores home. But at first, he was unaware of how many he would find. He says, I was kind of assuming maybe there was just a couple in there just just to fill it in. The the deeper I got into it, the more I realized it was basically an entire grid work of them making up the weight in there. Um, The balls were made by Brunswick Bowling Products. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much one of the three major uh, ball companies. You know, I believe they make pool tables and Brunswick. Yep. Um, and you know, 160 balls, I'll show you something real quick. That's a lot. Like here is just, Oh yes, we're getting, Oh, you can tour us around the house. Oh, this is what I was going to ask you earlier. If you could show us around how many balls is that? Uh, that was probably about 30. I don't have any room to keep all of my undrilled equipment in my room. So I take it to my brother's room. (laughs) Oh yeah. Older, younger brother. Uh, younger brother. He is 25. He's a bowler himself. Okay. What's so, his name? Uh, Tyler. Tyler. True. Lighting sucks in his room, but these are all non-drilled balls. Oh, okay. That's kind of the stash. Yeah. And then it is there's a stash. There's his stash. He's got his Patriots controller. Yeah. Now, why Not would you? Why would good. he have undrilled bowling balls? Well, so a lot of those are mine, but uh, you know, it the sponsors they send us, they'll send us the new products that come out. Uh, I'll order some equipment, so whenever I need to drill a new ball, you know, kind of like. Um, actually, no, that's not a good example. Golf clubs last way longer than than bowling balls, but you know, I could get probably fifty, sixty games on a ball, and I notice the performance changing in the ball, uh, you know, because it's kind of how it worked. The bowling ball absorbs oil in the pores, which obviously we can't see, but under a microscope, it absorbs the oil. And as the balls get more oil in them, they don't hook as much. So then we just go to Tyler Troops Pro Shop across the way, (laughs) grab a ball and take it to the bowling center. Now, the reason why they're not drilled, is it because, I mean, is your grip always the same? Could could you make the holes – is there a standard size between each hole? Uh, so obviously, you know, the, the, well, the holes will fit my fingers. So, you know, I'll go get it drilled at the pro shop. Okay. Uh, you know, being a two-handed bowler, it's a little easier. I don't use a thumb. So I don't have to worry so much about, you know, getting my hand span, dealing with the thumb issues. You know, uh, that's the big advantage of a two-handed bowler. We don't use a thumb. So yeah, if, if I had a drill press at my house, I could probably manage – 
drilling two holes, but uh, we'll leave it to the professionals in the well, pro shop. So do you bowl with bowls that only have two holes? Yeah, yeah, just oh. two finger holes. That's actually a rule now that if you're a two-handed bowler, you're only allowed finger holes. Like any hole in the ball, you would have to have a finger Oh. Um, something in it. So that was they. They were pretty much tired of the two-handers winning so much <laughs> that they uh they changed the rule and they said, "All right." But then we just figured out how to drill the balls a little differently, and they roll even better now. So I'm wondering, is there an advantage themselves. an advantage to only having two holes in a ball, or is there an advantage to having three holes and not using one? Like, there's got to be some sort of weird. Yeah, that's that's uh, diving a lot deeper into bowling and, you know, changing the dynamics of the core on the inside of the ball. Yeah, and then my fro starts smoking after. <laughs> so, <you> know, <laughs> I know how to throw them. I know what they do. And I, yeah. I'll, uh, you know, leave the rest to the Well, to let the me best. ask you this. Uh, you're a two-handed bowler. Um, I, I, I could not imagine trying to even do, I'm not flexible. I, I, when I grab the ball, I just throw it as hard as I can right down the dang middle. Um, and sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't, but the two handed, I wouldn't know how to hold it. I wouldn't know how to do that. Um, how did you get started in that? Are you a better two handed bowler than you are a one headed bowler? Uh, I would still be a manager at Wendy's if I bowled one-handed. I would really? not be. I would not be a professional. I cannot bowl one-handed very good. Uh, I, if I had to guess, it would probably be like a one-sixty average. Okay. Versus my two-twenty average on the PBA tour this year. Uh, but you know, uh, so I got started bowling. You know, my father was a professional for thirty years. Uh, as a kid, I was whining, always wanting to use his ball, fifteen pounds at three, four years old. Uh, so my dad started me with like a 10, 12 pound ball and I had to bowl two handed to get it down the lane. And then as I grew, as I got older, I just stuck with it, thankfully, you know, and yeah. people were like, what's your kid doing? Like, you know, what, I mean, that's not how you bowl. And, and, uh, you know, kind of heard that a little bit growing up, but thankfully he was pretty, uh, go with the flow and just let me go bowl. Cause that meant I wasn't asking for quarters or I wasn't bothering him in the yeah. pro-am or in the bar afterwards partying <laughs> when did the two-handed style start start taking off like like all like you know as a part of the sport yeah. or whatever i would say about a decade ago uh mm-hmm. probably about 10 years ago uh jason belmonte two-hander from australia uh he won four player of the years in five years uh broke wow. the major record won 13 majors so him being on TV every week, you know, the kids seeing it, it's a cool delivery. And now there's probably eight two-handers that have won a title in the last two years. Wow. So it's, uh, it's that, and then young kids nowadays, they can just see so much more development at a young age. They can see their ball spin, you know, mm-hmm. they can actually get curve on it with two hands at five years old. And I think that's what's now pushing two-handed even more is because the younger generation, I mean, I'll go to a youth tournament and half the field are two-handed bowlers. So, I mean, it's cool to see, you know, it's uh, definitely the new trend in bowling and it's uh, here to stay. Are there rules about how many holes are allowed in the ball? I'm wondering if you have two hands on the ball, would it, would it be an advantage if you had like six holes? You would have to use, so that's the only rule is whatever hole is in the ball, you have to use for gripping purposes. You have to put your finger all the way in it. Yeah. You have to at least have a finger in the hole. So I don't, if I could grow another finger, I might try it. I'll have to. <laughs> no, I mean if you're using two hands, right? So you got oh, okay, yeah, three yeah. from this one, three from this one. I don't know how. You, I don't know what you do with the other hand. It's more of just a guide. Like I mean, it, it's a cradle, but yeah. at release, like if you do a slow mo release at the foul line, uh, we release it with one hand, just okay. like every other bowler. We just look a little different getting to the line. Well, you're getting some love. Dennis Hempill says this guy rocks. I seen you. somebody said I got snubbed on the ESPY. I, I was about to read that one. Don ESPN. Veltman said Kyle got robbed for the ESPY. Tell me about that. What's going on here? Who got the Well, uh, you know, it was the ESPY for best bowler of the year. Um, it's pretty clear right now. I mean, number one in points, number one in earnings. I've won a major. I've won the playoffs. So I thought for sure I was going to win it. And uh, Tom Doherty from Florida won. And he's not even in the top eight in points. Well, how this does this happen? What is your theory on this? You know, Without, you know, I thought a few things, but really what, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a fan vote. 
So, you know, you have to get the fans to vote. But I have 50,000 followers on social media. So, and he has like 10. So that didn't make sense. Dude, Kyle. I think, I think some guys made a bunch of email accounts and just spam voted all day long. Next time. Next time. All right. I got this Facebook fan page that you're on right now has over 200,000. Okay. Okay. (laughs) If we lose the SB next year, then there's going to be a problem. (laughs) You let me know when it's time. Seriously, because I don't pay attention to all this stuff. Text me. You got my number. Say, Reap, it's go time. And then go time. It's go time. And then I will tell everybody on my Facebook page where to vote, how to vote. And we, and th- there's no way you won't win next year. All right. Hey, and you know, that's what I'm doing. You know, we'll use it as fuel for the fire for next year and, and, uh, you know, hopefully close out the summer tour and win player of the year. And apparently you, been, you don't even have to be in the top seven. So just, eight. No, just I think it's like 10th. You just you have a, a mediocre and, career yeah. and then we'll still get you the ESPY. Best ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad. I was laying in bed Saturday night. It came out about 11 o'clock. And I was pretty mad. And then I watched McGregor snap his leg. <laughs> I was like, okay, oh, I guess things yeah. could be worse. <laughs> right, right. So what is your favorite sport outside of bowling? Uh, to watch? Yeah. It would probably be football. I, okay. I'm a Carolina Panthers season ticket holder. Oh, Go Panthers. C-Mac. Really? Yes, sir. Section 318. But, okay, Got some club seats. Question. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I love the Panthers, you know, watching them. Uh, you know, and then to play, I love playing golf. I'm okay. not good at all. I mean, I just played, I actually played 36 holes today for the first time in like a year. And I thought it was going to rain all day. So I was like, well, we took full advantage of that. My best round's 96. So yeah, yeah we're not going to get to the PGA tour anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Where did you play? Uh, we played at Cedar Rock in Lenore. Oh, okay. Very good. Uh, just Justin Henze says, I oil my balls. That's good. It's good to oil your balls. Uh, I'm sure you get lots of ball jokes and oils and two fingers, you know, the shocker versus all that stuff. There's lots of jokes running around here. Speaking of oiling balls. Uh, yes. I have to say, so the PBA this year was proud to welcome a new sponsor, and it was oh. for ball maintenance. <laughs> okay yeah what do we got you, you yeah what do we got little little manscaped action. manscaped yeah. yeah they are the proud sponsor proud ball sponsor proud sponsor from the waist below i believe that's how it works do you uh is that your sponsor as well i mean I'm, you have uh, to have no some they sponsors, just sent me right? some pro- uh i have some sponsors uh unfortunately well, let's give manscaped. them some plugs yeah uh well storm products that's oh, storm products uh that's my bowling ball sponsor they make it happen. Uh, cool Wick Jersey Company. Uh, we've got lots of awesome merch there. Uh, sponsored by Bowler X. That's a online retail shop for bowling supplies. And then I have Vice, which is the grip accessory company. And lastly, uh, Lane Talk, which is actually a cool app. Uh, you can download the app. You can track bowling from all around the country. They do some awesome tournaments that are global wide. So, you know, uh, lots of lots of awesome people. Helping me along the way, you know, uh, hopefully, like I said, we can bring home the player of the year to uh, not only for myself, but for all my sponsors, because it's been several years in the making. You know, it's been a great year. Hopefully we can uh, cap it off. When you bowl in this area, where do you bowl? Penn Station in Newton. That is right next to my girlfriend's house. Well, we need to go bowling sometime, John. I would love to do a bowling video. Some kind you know? of bowling social. Yeah, let's do oh, a, yeah. We let's can make do that something. happen. Yeah, we'll cross-promote it. Um, yeah, I would love to. Maybe that'll be the challenge. You have to only use one hand bowling against me. Oh, God. Let's right. see who would win. Could I beat a professional bowler if he only has one hand? Right. Um, you'd still win. Um, I'd keep it close though, so that that way you probably want to bowl again. <laughs> and then maybe uh, I bet you do that. I bet. I mean, you, you know, people. <laughs> the hustle. Like you real. give them a little bit of hope, right? And then just yank their heart out and just go like, "All right, I'm gonna do six turkeys in a row." <laughs>
Uh, hey, Mark Havaball, uh, how's the daiquiris coming? Do you want to try and hit a daiquiri? Uh, I, I wish I could get, have one with Mr. Kyle Troop over here. We'll do that in the future, my friend. Um, so let me ask you about – well, hang on. Let me ask you about Michigan specifically because John Heffern and I are doing a tour of bowling alleys, right? And one of the bowling alleys that we're going to, apparently it's like – very old. It was built in the 1800s or something. And, yeah, and they they said it's haunted because the people have died in this building. There's only four lanes, four maybe six lanes. I can't remember, um, but it's in Howard City, uh, Howard City, Michigan. So, have you only bowled in Detroit, or do you go out? Do you go to smaller lanes? Uh, I mean, I do sometimes, but most of the time, you know, the tournaments are in bigger centers, bigger areas to get more entries. Uh, unfortunately, that sounds like an awesome bowling center. Uh, I'm sure a few people might have died after leaving too many 10 pins, you know, uh, yeah. lost one to the sport. But Detroit and Grand Rapids, Grand that's Rapids. the only few places that I've got or bowled in. Here we go. We're I haven't flying- golfed in Michigan. Yeah, we're flying into Grand Rapids. We're going to like a uh, uh, Howard City. Uh, the Alan Jackson. Can you, at some point as I'm talking, can you put up the little uh, icon or meme that we have made for the? We're calling it. Yeah, there it is. Uh, J- Heffern and Reap. That's how we roll tour. We're going to Howard City, the Spectrum Entertainment Complex in Wyoming, Michigan. Park, Theater, Holland, Rockford, and Muskegon. Have you been to any of these places, my okay, friend? Okay, so Muskegon is actually where the Brunswick plant is. Uh, oh, the yeah. The Brunswick products, the Brunswick bowling balls. Yeah, I don't know if that was where y'all are going or not. Uh, but, yeah, I, I've been to Muskegon once before. But other than that, I don't recognize any of those places. So in Muskegon or maybe in Howard City or so- somewhere, you said Brunswick, right? Yeah. yeah, Muskegon, the 28th. Yeah, that's they, where their uh, headquarters is. I think they're going to make us our own balls. Oh, and, heck yeah. Me uh, and Heffron. And I will bring that to bowl against you in the future when we have our little uh, our bowling tournament, just me and you. And uh, I'll have a bowling ball. Uh, what else would you suggest for me? Give me some pointers, some tips, because me and Heffron will be bowling against each other and – against people who come to the show. So we'll do a comedy. Like I'm going to do like 30 minutes. He's going to do 30 minutes. We're going to go on stage together, do another 30 minutes together with Q and a with the crowd. And then whoever stays, we're going to bowl with whoever. Um, so I will be bowling is my point. And give me, give me some, what's a quick tip that I can like a cheat or a hack that most people might not know. I mean, uh, you know, you already kind of told me that you throw it, you just sling it down the lane. Yeah. Uh, you know, keep it simple, you know, kind of like in golf, I'm swinging as hard as I can. And guess what? You don't need to kind of the same in bowling, you know, find a speed that's comfortable that you can repeat, you know, because the game's all about repeating shots and repeatability. So, and actually throwing the ball harder is just going to cause it to deflect even, even more since you're not really curving it. Yeah. Right. Uh, if, if, yeah. So like if it's just flying down the lane with no rotations, it's going to hit and then deflect. So it's probably not going to go through the pins as well. So I think the main tip would just be a softer speed, something that's comfortable that you can repeat and uh, strikes are for show, but spares make the dough cover cover your spares. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah. So, okay. Now when it comes to the weight of the ball, see, I, I know you are probably thinking I'll just grab the heaviest one because I got these cannons, but Really, I kind of find the lightest one I can with the biggest holes in it. That way like, you can throw it as hard as you want. That's what I do, <laughs> but it's hard to find, you know, like what's the lightest ball that an adult should be using? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it, I guess it all kind of depends. You know, obviously, if, if my father's 71, he's using 13 pounds still. So I don't okay. think you should be using less than 13 because my father can barely walk to the foul line. <laughs> What do you, what's your weight? Uh, I use 15 pounds. 15. I would say probably 90% of the tour use 15. And then the other few players use 16 pounds. 15, is, 16 is the common pound for tour. Is, is there an advantage to the weight of a ball? Like if, 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 if you could actually control a ball that was 20 pounds, would that help you at all? That we don't know. You know, uh, I, I would say maybe if you get too light in the weights, then the ball is not going to want to finish through the pins properly. But, 
when it comes to 14, 15, 16 pounds, they're pretty much the same. It's kind of just what your body can handle bowling three gotcha. games a week or 50 games a week, if uh, it's my sense. <laughs> uh the alan jackson did you ever find that picture of me uh, uh with the uh with the perm from the ginger pain album i want to s- yes <laughs> <laughs> and now we have to put uh, out a warning for so i'm just you you want me to pop them up there i mean i've already shared it it's out there <laughs> all right i'll put the couple with the perm and then i'll end with the uh the one yeah, I mean, I'm comfortable with it because you know I'm covered up. But yeah, so do you like Prince, uh, Kyle Troop? Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't listen to much Prince, but you know, uh, I appreciate his music. And, you know, every now and then we can get into a vibe. Yeah, rock with Prince. There was one album that he did. Oh, oh, oh my go. god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Kyle, never this looks like a, again. this looks like a terrible uh pirates of the caribbean uh, crew totally member <laughs> yes it looks like an old theater picture from like oh, and then i guess i see the theater shirt at first i thought pirate shirt no no i'm talking about with the eyes i used to do that in theater i got guy liner on oh yeah yeah you look <laughs> yeah wow there you go <laughs> The, the greatest the, showman, the greatest showman on earth. Yeah, dude. But look at the uh look at the perm, huh? Oh, it's I mean, that's kind of what my hair kind of looks like if I put some product in it. Okay. Just kind of wet curls kind of laying on my head. Just yeah, wondering I hope, what to do. You know, I hope people can admire my commitment to to the joke and also Kyle's commitment to the brand and the career, you know. Um Walking around with this after I did it, because I remember having the perm done and the lady who was putting it in was laughing because she's like, (laughs) well, do you want me to use the activator? Because if I do that, it's going to stay for a long time. I'm like, do whatever you would normally do. (laughs) And I didn't even think about it. And I had that (laughs) for a minute. And, yeah, because uh, that was my buddy shaved his head after he got his hair perm. <laughs> it looked terrible. <laughs> yeah, and a red perm is hard. It's hard to walk around as a man with a red I have a, perm. I can pull up a quick, a quick photo. Oh, uh, I got my hair braided one time. Oh, nice. Yeah, I did the I did the cornrows. Text that to me, and as you're doing that, I'll tell everybody. Uh, check out heffernandreap.com. You can see old episodes, new episodes. Check us out on tour. Uh, it's the John Reap, John Heffern. That's how we roll tour. We're going to be all over Michigan, man. We're going to be up there uh, the 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th of August. Um, we, oh, yeah, Kyle Troop just sent it to me. I will click upon this, and then I will send this. Uh, copy, paste, copy. Oh, dude, you kind of look badass. <laughs> I'm going to send this to the Alan Jackson and he will uh, uh, get it going. So, yeah. What else uh, would you like to promote? What, what, where can people help you out, help the cause? Uh, my social media channels, uh, pretty easy to find. Instagram, Kyle underscore troop, T-R-O-U-P, like you see down there. Uh, I don't use Twitter as often, but it is Kyle Troop PBA. And then I have a athlete page on Facebook, Kyle Troop page, because you can't have a Kyle Troop and a Kyle Troop page. Oh, yeah. Or two I, Kyle Troops. Yeah, it's aggravating, but yeah, it works. It's a pain, but I, yeah, go ahead, Alan. No, no, I, sorry, I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt. I just, you know, John, I do have one last photo I can bring up. I just, you know, yeah, I mean, want to make sure we're ready for it. I mean, I know what it. I know what it is. I'm ready for it. Hey, you can go full screen for all I care. Let's do. Oh, yes. Get you some (laughs) now, Kyle. Are you brave enough? Are you brave enough to uh, spoof this image with your hair? Um, I'll take you. Take me bowling, and then you do this. If you lose to me, (laughs) okay, you have to. Do this same image. Is it a deal? All right. That's a bet. That's a deal. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> if I be... <laughs> okay, Alan, please take it down. It's been up there way too long. It's stuck. <laughs> Can I just remind you guys here? I just have to say this. 
So John and I have been working together for, you know, year and a half, something like that. Yeah. That yeah. was one of the first days we worked together as he came in oh. and that was the studio shoot. So I haven't been quite the same ever since. So. Yeah. I mean, like I know Alan Jackson my whole life, but we took a good 20 years off because I went off to LA and he was still, you know, he was working his butt off here and Chapel Hill. Went to, he went to UNC. Uh, he was a Tar Heel. I'm an NC State Wolfpack. And, you know, we just didn't see each other for a long time. But when I came back, <laughs> this is one of the said, things we did. Hey, Alan, want to come work for me and take pictures of me naked? <laughs> <laughs> he almost kicked me out of his studio when that happened. But, um, <laughs> right. But no, Alan, we we rolled with it. We were cool. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I commit. That's that's this is what I want people to take away from this. I commit to a joke. If if it, it will get a laugh, I will go all the way in. And Thomas Thomas <laughs> said he's trying to eat pizza. I apologize, Thomas. You know, this is uh, this is a uh, uh, yeah. Luckily, my wall. photo is not uh, not quite as well. It is kind of revealing of my forehead, but. Cosmo Nick said he won't sleep for two weeks now. You're welcome, buddy. Um, maybe get some work done, Cosmo. Uh, let me ask you this. You just said, if I win, you will take the same picture. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, we're going one-handed. I don't know when we're doing this. But, but I'm going to start practicing. Once we set a date. <laughs> I you better you better believe I'm going to start practicing. You know who Toby Dietz is? Oh yeah, Toby Dietz. Yeah. Well, me and Toby are good friends. My whole life. Me and Toby are good friends, and I'm gonna I'm gonna oh. reach out to Toby and go. Let's yeah, do this. Yeah, see, dude. I know I know what. So I've given Toby a few bowling balls in the last year because he's been getting back into bowling. Yeah, when he comes calling for another ball, yeah, I know what's up now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome, dude. Um, well, Kyle, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, jump in here and talk to me, man. I'm so happy for your success. Uh, just know everybody over here and 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 you know in Hickory and all over the world is uh, is big fans and rooting for you. And where are you where are you headed next? Where's your next uh, venture? Uh, I'll be flying to Lubbock, Texas on Thursday and then Houston the following week. So we got a couple couple trips down down to the mid to the west, the wild, wild west of Texas. And will when will will these be on air? Will these be on air? Uh, so they are, so these five events are actually on Flow Bowling, uh, which is our online um, subscription live stream platform. Uh, so our finals, uh, they're still awarding a title, just like the ones that do on TV. Uh, they just pay a little less, and they're on our streaming platform. Okay, all right. Look, look, folks. Let's do this, Team Fish. Let's get it going. And um, I cannot wait for me and you to bowl together. I know you're going to win. I know what you're going to do too. You will get it down to that last frame. You know, not if I got to take that picture. I might have it <laughs> won by the fifth frame. <laughs> Right, that's true. I shouldn't have put that on the line. I should have waited till the very last frame and then said, "Hey, let's do this." Right now, what what if I? I mean, I should lose, so my my uh, punishment shouldn't be as severe. But if you think of something you want me to do, like I want you to you take that photo, wear a Kyle Troop jersey with an Afro wig for your show. I'll do that. Have a, yeah, a Kyle Troop. Yeah, you have to tribute the show to the best bowler in the world. And, <laughs> okay. and you know, that's who you, you want to be like Kyle. That get, deal. I will, for one full episode of either Hereford and reap or country ish. I'll I will, get you a Jersey. Yeah. yeah we'll do if it. you lose, so if you lose, then you'll win. Cause you'll get, you'll get a Jersey. I like it. I love it. Right. Thank you, Kyle. I appreciate it, buddy, man. It's been a, it's been a blessing, bud. Thanks for having me on. Uh, best of luck in your journey. I hate, I'm going to miss you. At the comedy zone, have fun. Oh, that's all right. Well, you'll catch another one, dude. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll keep you posted. I appreciate it, man. All right, man. Take care, bud. Good to see all you. All right, Kyle Troop, everybody. Huh? What'd you think there, Mister? Have a ball. Pick it out. Pick it out, everybody. All right. So the Alan Jackson. We got to move on. Um, we got about four minutes left before we wrap this one up. 
Lots of comments going off in the comments section. Bob Haynes laughing my ass off. I'm scared for my life. Uh, I know. See, a lot of you guys see this album, Ginger Pain, quite possibly is the proudest. I'm I think I'm more proud of that in, in terms of comedy than anything I've done. And it's just an album. It's there's no video. But to promote Ginger Pain, I went out and shot a bunch of photos. So those have been out there for a minute, but some of you are new to the page. So welcome to me. I will do anything for a laugh. Pretty much anything. Chad Clemens, keep it out of the gutter, Kyle. Uh, Robbie Gillian, hashtag team frame. William Queen, yes. All right. That's the that's fair troop. That's fair troop tribute show, says Shane Flint. Yeah, it'll be a masker chat. I know he'll beat the crap out of me. Uh, should we try Daiquiri? Go ahead and start spinning it up. I got Mr. Have a Ball over here, and he's going to make me a daiquiri. Go ahead. You can hit that button. It's going to be loud, but it's National Daiquiri Day. I cannot not have a daiquiri with you guys. I appreciate you spending time with me. And, you know, happy birthday to John Heffron. If it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. Um, yeah, all that good stuff. Sorry, I was distracted. Uh, the Alan Jackson, any final thoughts uh, that I should – anything I forgot to mention that I should throw in before we end this thing? No, I don't, I don't think so. I think you're good. And uh, Do you Kyle's like daiquiris? Da- oh, do I like daiquiris? Sure. Yeah, I'm okay with them. Yeah, like when in Rome – you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're at the sure. beach and someone hands you a daiquiri, I'm not going to turn down a daiquiri. Yeah. I don't go out of my way to make daiquiris for myself. But if I'm in a space that has them, sure. Yeah. Now, let's talk about how great Kyle Troop is. Oh, he's great. I we got to have him on more. We had him on one time on Country-ish a while back. He came in studio. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was fried. It was the fried pod. Yeah. Remember before we changed the name? I did. He came. Yeah. You liked it, right? I like I like me some Kyle Troop. Yeah, no, I think uh, Kyle's great. I think he's one of your 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 best guests that you've had on. So, well, before we end this thing, um, sometimes I like to do the, uh, you know, this day in history. So I was going to ask the Alan Jackson. I'll ask. I'll ask everybody else too. Um, sure. On this day in history, in eighteen seventy nine, July nineteenth. You want to make any guess what what might make history 1879? That's a long time ago. Thank you, Mr. Havelball. Look, here's my daiquiri. Strawberry daiquiri. I put strawberries in here, uh, blueberries, and pineapple, and a wee bit of rum. Mm. Delicious. Thank you, Mr. Have a Ball. He's having one too. Now, the Ellen Jackson, 1879, July 19. What happened? Uh, so, Wild West days. Think of that. Okay. Um, something with Billy the Kid. Mm. Is that right? No. Well, you're not far off because Billy the Kid. And this mm-hmm. dude, I think they may have crossed paths. I'll tell you what happened. Doc Holliday okay. killed somebody for the first time. Doc Holliday's first kill. That was yeah. Huh. July 19th, he commits his first murder, killing a man for shooting up his New Mexico saloon. New Mexico saloon. <laughs> uh, despite his formidable reputation as a deadly gunslinger, Doc Holliday only engaged in eight shootouts during his life, and it has only been verified that he killed two men. Still, the smartly dressed ex-dentist from Atlanta had remarkably fearless attitudes toward death and danger, perhaps because he was slowly dying from tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, Tombstone. Holiday, Tombstone yes. in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Val Kilmer, one of the best performances of his career, I believe, as Doc Holliday in Tombstone. I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Well, uh, thank you, the Alan Jackson. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Justin and Brenda and Chris and Nicole and Joshua and everybody who joined me today on Heffern and Reap. Uh, Heffern is in New York, I believe, uh, doing corporate vin- corporate gigs. Uh, the Alan Jackson, should we show the thing that Rick Sanford III made? Do you, did you ever find that thing? Yeah, yeah, I, found well, it. I can show that. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, i tell you what, Deanna Jackson, why don't we end the show with that? That's how we get taken out. Can you do it? I believe I can do that. All right. If not, I'll come back and say goodnight. Hold on. Let me just make sure I've got it. Yeah. Yeah. All I've right. Got it. So, so we're going to um, play this and then uh, we're done. Yeah, this will be how we end the show. Uh, you know, in honor of John Heffern's birthday, catch me in Charlotte at the Comedy Zone. Check out heffernandreap.com. Be a supporter. And uh, Rick Sanford III made this awesome thing for John Heffern uh, in honor of his birthday. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Bicycle. I think uh, we'll just end it with that, right? Yeah, here, oh, here we, go. we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. What a cute smile, huh? You know the rules, and so do I. I've still commitments that I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. Okay, let's go, the Alan Jackson. I believe we're going to get Rick rolled by uh, the residuals, or you know what I'm talking about. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bicycle! Thank you, Kyle Troop. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have low self-esteem.